hello everyone it's your girl erica janelle and welcome to another episode of relationship talks with erica janelle i am your girl erica janelle and i am coming before you today to talk about um something that i personally am not really a hundred percent sure that i'm not still experiencing and that is dating fatigue and how to get yourself to the point where you're ready to put yourself back out there um we all know that in the process of being in relationships you go through hurt you go through pain you go through rejection you go through all of these different emotions all of these different feelings all of these different experiences and as a result of those things that you go through oftentimes it's hard to want to really put yourself back out there um, it's hard to want to open your heart back up to the potential for being hurt, for being disappointed, for being, for going through the ups and downs that relationships entail. But in reality, the fact of the matter is, I feel like in society, when I listen to a lot of other podcasts and I, I, you know, talk to some of my clients, some of my friends, people that are out here, and even just in my own life, I understand and acknowledge and validate those feelings of dating fatigue. It's draining sometimes when you feel like you know that you're ready to put your all in and you're ready to give everything to, you know, as far as effort into putting yourself out there for a relationship. And then you end up meeting all these guys or all these girls that they're just not on the same page where you are. And I have to say, and me being fully transparent, I find it really challenging to even give guys a chance because honestly, I feel like, at least in my experience, a lot of times what I'm dealing with when guys approach me or, you know, I, I meet people, it's always this initial thing of, you know, just feeling like it's all about physical all about physical and what, you know, they want physically for me. And don't get me wrong. I'm not oblivious. I understand that physical attraction is the first thing that brings you to a person. It's the first thing that people notices, um, notice about you is your physical appearance. And if you're their type and you're the something that they would want to, somebody they would want to date or the type of person that they would want to date. So I get that. But for me, I am such a deep person and I, I require substance. I require somebody that is going beyond just the physical because one of the things I say all the time, people look at the outward appearance of, a, of so many people, male and female, you know, people judge people by their outward appearance and make these preconceived notions about people based on how they look or how they carry themselves. I get it all the time. Um, I've had several of my friends, my male friends too, and just even just some of my girlfriends say, you know, when I first met you, I thought that you would be stuck up and just be rude and be mean. But when I got to know you, you know, I really realized how nice of a person you are and how cool you are and how, you know, relatable you are. And I often get prejudged or, um, I often, you know, guys have this perception of me that I'm only after guys that are ballers, that are making a whole lot of money or that, you know, have a certain status. And me personally, that is the furthest thing from where I am. 
It's not about all those physical things. While I do need you to have your, your shit together, while I do want you to be emotionally mature, financially stable, and all of those things, I don't really, those outward things are not as important to me as somebody's character. But because of how I look or maybe how I dress or whatever the case may be, people have this preconceived notion of me that I'm stuck up. And so oftentimes when I... When guys approach me, it's usually the kind of guys that are just looking for a hookup. I'm going to keep it 100%. And so I'm offended by that because I always say the most beautiful part about me is who I am inside. The love that I give, the vulnerableness that I, I, I portray, and me just being open, honest, and authentic being who I am and really having a passion and a drive to help people and to really, when it comes to relationships, wanting to be with my partner, a person that we can build each other up, somebody that I can learn and grow from. That has been something that has always been lacking in most of my relationships. I've never been in too many relationships where the person that I was, you know, with really helped me develop. I was always doing the, the developing. And so for me, I don't mind being the person that pours into you, but I also require somebody that can pour into me intellectually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. All of those things are important to me. The financial part is very, very secondary to me. Not saying it doesn't matter because let's be honest, we, we do have responsibilities. We do have bills. We do have things that we have to do, but I'm not looking for a person to take care of me. I take care of myself. I work really hard. I, I, I'm, I'm very, you know, um, uh, ambitious. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a a nice, a great job. Like I do all of the things to take care of myself and my family, but I'm looking for somebody that can enhance me and that can build with me. Not somebody that's just looking to take from me, whether it be physically or, you know, always have to depend on me for whatever. I'm not looking for that. So for me personally, when I speak on the topic of dating fatigue, trust me, I am right there with you people. So whether it be my males or my female audience, I am right there because I'm just, I'm frustrated with the caliber of people that's out here to choose from. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a hundred. It's very frustrating. Um, do I know that there are amazing people out here? Absolutely. I have met some amazing, amazing men, some amazing, amazing women that are doing their thing, that are really working on themselves, you know, not afraid to open their hearts up, not afraid to go on the journeys that are required in order for you to really fully benefit from a relationship. And so I know it's out here, but I often come across the type of people that I don't want to date. That's the caliber of people that are usually bold enough to actually say something to me. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm intimidating. I don't think I'm intimidating. I'm very inviting. I'm very kind. I smile. I talk. I laugh. I joke with anybody. But I... I understand when it comes to dating fatigue, what that feels like personally. And so I feel like this is a topic that I think most of us can relate to. Um, and that's for those of us that are serious. If you're out here and you're not really looking for anything serious, then this is probably not an issue for you. You probably have a plethora of people because what I am finding is that when you start to go a little bit deeper and you start to really, when people start to have a deeper conversation with you and you're, you're at that point where you're getting to know people and you're letting them get to know a little bit about you. Like maybe it's past the initial first conversation over the phone or the first, you know, time you sit down for a drink. I'm realizing that 
when you actually have a deeper conversation with people and you get to know them a little bit deeper, so many people are living their lives with walls and guards and and guardrails and chains and, and bars up around their heart and around their emotions to the point where you really can't get to know them on a deeper level. And for me, being who I am as a person and just being a Scorpio in general, I require a deepness of getting to know somebody emotionally. And so for me, I'm not about the surface. I can read somebody a mile away when it's just about surface or it's just about, you know, something that's superficial. I'm not interested in superficial. There's plenty of people out here that are. You know, that's all they're looking for is something superficial. How, how this person can help them pay their bills and do all and take them on trips. I don't give a crap about that. What I care about is who you are on the inside and can our purposes and our visions for our lives align with one another. And can we go somewhere and do something to make a bigger impact than just us? To me, everything centers around my purpose. Everything centers around the person that God has for me has to be able to contribute to what it is that I'm doing in society and what it is that ultimately is going to be my reason for being here. We have to be in alignment. Not saying we have to do the same thing, but our, our paths need to be in alignment. We need to be able to understand and respect each other's journey and be able to help each other get to where we need to go. So if I know that the person that I'm potentially wanting to meet wants to be um, a successful entrepreneur and a billion dollar um you know, entrepreneur in, I don't know, the tech industry. My job as his partner would be to help support that dream, support that vision and help him get to that place where he needs to be. Not necessarily by what I do for him financially, but just helping to encourage him, helping to research, helping to figure out what are some financial moves that you can make that can help you reach that goal. And that's my job. That's my contribution to my partner. So it's not to say that we have to be doing the same thing, but we should be in alignment with where we're trying to go, the trajectory of where we're trying to go in our careers or where we're trying to go in our life in general. And so when you meet people and you find after having conversation with them that everything is about surface, for me, it's a huge turnoff. I'm immediately turned off by people that only care about you know money or only care about status or only care about whatever. Granted, we are all out here grinding, trying to get, make a better life for us and our family and to leave a legacy. At least I hope that's what we all are, are doing. But that's not the extent of everything that I'm, I'm, that's of value to me in a relationship. What's more value to, valuable to me would be your integrity, would be your heart. Do you have a passion for people? Is everything just about you and what you can get for yourself? Or are you willing to pour into other people to help make other people grow, to help other people heal, to help other people's lives become easier? Once you get to where you're trying to go, what are you going to do to help the community? What are you going to do to help your world, your country, your state, your city, whatever it is, the impact that you're supposed to make, whatever that impact is in your community? What are the steps that you're willing to take to help make that impact? And so for me, after I have like a five minute conversation with the person, I can pretty much tell whether they're in alignment with me or not. I can pretty much read them well enough to know whether or not they're going to want to have something serious with me or if they're just looking for something surface. And for me, it's a huge turnoff. So what do we do in these situations when we're dealing with dating fatigue and we're burnt out and we're exhausted and we're tired of dealing with the same stuff 
over and over and over again. What do we do to get us in a place where we don't completely close the door to dating, completely close the door to relationships, but we still keep our hearts and our minds open? That is the, the that is the thing that we're going to tackle today. And so let's get right into it. So when it comes to dating fatigue, and once you already start to feel it, because it's real, I feel it. Um, I don't shut myself down because I feel it. I still push past it. But what do we do? So one of the things that you can do, one of the first practical things that you can do to really help yourself is to be honest with yourself about maybe putting yourself in different environments. So I say that to say, if all you're meeting is the street hustler dude, and that's not the kind of dude you want, then maybe you need to put yourself in different environments, be in different rooms with the type of people that you want to meet. So for me, I would like to meet a professional person. I don't want to meet somebody that's in the street. Like that's not, that's not for me. Maybe when I was, I never really, I never really dated a street hustler, but I will say, you know, for me, that doesn't work for some people. They love it. I, I'm not into it. Um, so when I wanted to put myself in situations where I would meet people that were of a different caliber and of a level where I thought that we would have more things in common, I started to put myself in, in, in different situations. So I would go to networking events and I would go to different events that were more on the business level to where I would meet guys that are in my industry or in different industries, but pretty much have that entrepreneurship mindset, have that business mindset, understand the value of leaving a legacy and those types of things. And so the first thing that you need to change is your environment. Who are you, who are you around? What are the people that you're around? Look at the people that you're around, take an, an inventory of the people that you, that you associate with, whether it be your friends, whether it be, you know, your coworkers, whatever. Think about the people that you associate with. The person that I associate with or people that I associate with are all working towards goals, bigger dreams, bigger goals, things that are bigger than themselves. And so when I was, you know, going to, you know, I'll, I'll use, for example, my, my karaoke spot that I go to every week. When I go to that spot, I go to that spot literally never to meet a person. I literally go to that spot for me to get my my fix of singing on and to hang out with the people that I know there, hang out with some of my friends. I'm never there to meet anybody because honestly, in places like that, that's not where I I don't I'm that's not to say it can happen. That's not where I would foresee me meeting my partner. Um I see me meeting my partner somewhere at some type of networking event or maybe just at the grocery store or uh, while I'm sitting at Starbucks doing work on the weekends, whatever that is. I don't, I don't foresee myself meeting my life partner in a place where, you know, it's perceived to be a pickup spot. It's not a pickup spot for me. I'm there to sing. I don't care about all that other stuff. I literally come by myself often um, unless I'm meeting up with one of my homies, but for the most part, I'm usually by myself and I don't, I'm not there to, to, I'll speak to everyone, but I'm not there to meet anybody. I'm there doing me. It's usually my wind down after a long week and I'm there to just do me and have, having it, have time with myself and enjoy myself, wind down, relax, take the stress of the week off of my shoulders. So what is another thing that you could do to help yourself prevent dating fatigue? 
actually really sit down and think about the person that you want to meet, the type of the type of person. I mean, you don't necessarily you can't build a person from scratch, but if you had your choice and, and, and the type of person that you would want, do you kind of have a vision of what that looks like for you or what that person might you know, where that person might be going. So put yourself out there, put yourself in places and in environments where, you know, you think that type of person would be. Um, I recently went um, to an event that was completely out of my element. And it was, it was a yacht, it was like a yacht networking event. And it was really cool. I met some really great people in, in the business industry. Not that I was there to meet, um, a partner or anything, but I was open to it if I did meet someone there. But I put myself in environments that are not necessarily in my comfort zone and not necessarily where I've always been in order for me to be able to see and experience something that I haven't been experiencing. Because I've noticed that even when I meet the guys um, that I meet, like just random everyday things, like if I'm at the grocery store or if I'm, you know, going shopping or I'm going to go get my nails done or whatever the case may be. Most of those guys, the way that they approach me lets me know right away that I'm not interested in that kind of man. So what they do is, oh, ooh, baby, oh, this and that. And, and, and I get it. I know that if, if you're something that a, a person likes, I appreciate the compliment. But there's a way to compliment a lady and there's a way not to compliment a lady. And when you, when you come off too strong and you come off too sexual, it's an immediate turnoff for me. Because I already know what you're here for. And I'm not there for that. I'm not there for a fly-by-night hookup type of situation. If that's where you are, do you. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not for me. I'm not here looking for somebody to hook up with. If I wanted somebody to hook up with, I wouldn't have to go out to find that. That's easy. <laughs> to me, that's easy. But that's not where I am in my life. At almost 44, I'll be 44 years old this month. The last thing I'm looking for is a fly-by-night hookup type of relationship. I want somebody that can go the distance with me. My kids are getting older. My oldest is 24. My younger ones are um, about to graduate high school in a few years. And I'm going to eventually be, you know, by myself. I'm ready to have my partner to be able to go to the next chapter of my life with. Somebody that I can travel with. Somebody that I can share, you know, my dreams and my visions. And we can grow and, and, and he can share his dreams and his visions. And we can grow together and build together. That's what's of interest to me at this stage in my life. And so... When a person approaches me that way, it's a turnoff for me and I immediately get to the point where I don't want to deal with it. And I feel like a lot of us are dealing with that. I hear it from my male friends. They say, oh my God, all these women are just out here just looking for somebody to take care of them and they're not willing to even get to know you or invest in and in getting to have a real conversation with you and talk a little bit deeper about where you're going in your life and what you're doing. So when you start to have these conversations and you notice that those conversations are all going towards something sexual or something that's very superficial, that's when you know you need to cut it off. Don't even waste your energy or your time with entertaining people that are not even going in the direction that you're going in. If you're not going into where I'm going, I'm not interested. That doesn't mean that you're not a nice person. That doesn't mean that we can't say hey to each other if we see each other. But I'm not interested in dating you. No, I don't want your phone number. No, you can't have mine because I'm looking for something real. I'm looking to be able to move into the next chapter of my life and have somebody that I can go and travel with. Somebody that I can go see the world with. Somebody that I can go and walk out our vision and our mission and our purpose with. Somebody that I can make a change and an impact on the world with together. Somebody that I can be so we can be that power 
couple that really makes an amazing impact on the world. That's what's of interest to me. So anything that is outside of that, I don't even entertain it. I cut it off. I'm kind to people all the time. Even if it's somebody that's not even physically attracted to me. I'm never rude. I'm never dismissive. I'm never, you know, any of those things. But when it comes down to it and they're like asking me for my number and wanting to date. And I'm like, we're not on the same page. So I'm not going to waste your time and I'm not going to allow you to waste mine. And for some guys, that's a bit much. They can't handle but I'm a straight shooter. I don't believe in sugarcoating and making you, leading you on and making you think something is different than what it is. I'm not interested in dating you. I'm not interested in being serious with you. You are not going in the same direction that I'm going in. Therefore, we have nothing in common. And you've got to be willing to have those tough conversations. You don't have to be rude about it. You don't have to be nasty. You don't have to be dismissive. But you can definitely assert yourself and say, I appreciate you know, you coming over here and I know it's not easy. That's one of the things I'll say to guys all the time. I know it's not easy for you to come and approach a woman all the time. I get it. I understand that it takes a lot of um, stepping out of your comfort zone to do that and pushing past the fear of rejection. But honestly, I don't see this going anywhere. So I don't mind us, you know, if we see each other, we can speak and we can have conversation, but I don't want to exchange numbers. I don't want to invest any energy or any time into this because we're not going in the same direction. And I've said that to men and some men get offended, but some men don't. Some men understand it and respect it because honestly, I have a right to tell you what's going to work for me and what's not going to work for me. I'm not going to push my feelings and what I need and what I desire to the side for the sake of your ego. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it respectfully. I'm going to do it with dignity. I'm going to do it with integrity, but I'm going to also tell you the truth. And at the end of the day, people don't want to always hear the truth. So there's a delicate balance, but take a stand and stand up for your boundaries. If, the, if you know that, that conversation in the very beginning is not going in the direction that you wanted to go in, and it doesn't seem like that person is in alignment with what you want, then you need to just end it. Don't even waste their time. Let them go and find the person that is for them because there is somebody for everybody. You just have to be patient enough to figure out who that is for you. But don't compromise what you believe and what you want for the sake of making other people happy. I hope this message helps for you guys. I'm working through this, like as I mentioned before. So dating fatigue is a thing and we've got to just be honest with ourselves and just continue to put ourselves out here. Don't put these walls and these blocks and these these bars up around our hearts, have an open heart, have an open mind, but also have firm, firm, firm foundations as to what you want and have firm boundaries for what you want, what you will accept and what you will not accept. When you have boundaries, you'll find that your pool gets really small. I find that my dating pool is very small, but it's okay. I'm not here for a big pool. I just want, I just want one. I don't need five. I don't need two. I don't need three. I just need one. I just need my person. I don't need multiple people. I just want one. So I'm willing to take whatever time that takes for me to get the one. I'm willing to put in the work for the one rather than have a bunch to choose from. That doesn't impress me. I'm not here for the numbers. I'm here for quality, not quantity. So I hope this helps you guys. I hope this um, really kind of gives you another perspective of dating fatigue. Don't quit. Keep going. But set your boundaries and stick with them. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.